But really, I need an intro line. Oh. Um, what we uh, what is this about again? Santa, make your wishes now. <laughs> because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, keep keep the alarm thing. Okay. Um. So, like, set your alarm. Oh. Set your alarm early, cause tomorrow's Christmas. And then after that, it's Christmas. And then after that, it's Christmas because we're watching Christmas every day. Bra in the Disney Channel flow. I literally don't know what you're singing. What? It's a Christmas song. It's like look at Frosty Go. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. And welcome to. Oh, I should have went, but this Josh's role. You can do it. And welcome to We're Podding This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through our favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies, or in this case, just some random Christmas movies that we wanted to watch. Thanks for listening. I'm Brandon. I'm Lori. I'm Josh. Well, set your alarm early because tomorrow it's Christmas, and then it's Christmas, and then it's Christmas, and then it's Christmas, and then it's Christmas. Because <laughs> today we're watching Christmas every day. Billy Jackson is not having a good Christmas. He got a basketball and just can't make a jump shot. His Uncle David is coming to town to open a value mall. That's wrong which will put his dad's store out of business. When he tells his little sister, Sarah, that there's no Santa, she makes a wish that it would be Christmas every day. Now he must relive Christmas Day over and over. Yeah, that's what this movie's about. We should definitely note that this is Eric Von Detten, our beloved Brink. I think this was before Disney Channel. I thought it looked familiar. It was two years before Brink and about (laughs) five years before Princess Diaries. He was in Princess Diaries? Yeah, he played Josh. Oh my god. Great, I'm <laughs> I have face blindness. I didn't like him in this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he oh? was like a baby though. He got better. Like we saw his like glow up or whatever. Wait, we... Did you not like him because he was believable as a bratty kid in this movie? Probably. I thought he was a brat. I don't think his acting was great in this one, but it was definitely like his starting point. This you know, is basically work. like you take the cast of Seventh Heaven and just put him in a Christmas movie. I swear to God, everyone looks the same. What? <laughs> Don't swear to God, this is a Jesus movie. Every oh. once in a while, I'll feel like I want to watch Seventh Heaven because I've almost watched all of it. And then I get really depressed because it's not fun. And then it's stop. Not good. It was a sad show. So, I think, Lori, this was your recommended Christmas pick 
Um, so obviously you've seen this. Yeah, it was like they do the 25 Days of Christmas. And it used to be, I think it was Fox Family originally. And then it was ABC Family. And now it's like Freeform or some Gen X bullshit, whatever. Um, but this was one that I feel like they played multiple times a day. And anytime it was on, I remember like really wanting to watch it. Multiple times a day, you say? Very repetitive, huh? A little bit. I was also six when this came out, so. Six? Yeah. Dang. Wow. Yeah, I, okay, so I've actually seen this movie. I didn't think I had ever seen it, but there is one very specific scene (laughs) that I referenced all the dang time growing up. Oh, oh, I love it. What was it? Just say it. Make a basket, Billy. Oh my god. <laughs> Every time we play basketball it was make a basket, Billy. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. I freaked out a little bit. You're like, that's a thing from a thing. I'm kind of the same where I don't remember this movie, but I had definitely seen it at some point as a kid. I thought this was gonna be I'll be home for Christmas with the other boy with hair. Justin Taylor Thomas. Justin. Justin. <laughs> Justin listen. America's sweetheart, Justin Taylor Thomas. <laughs> um, I wish it had been that. I apologize for picking this movie. Like, it's fine. It's a fine movie. We'll obviously get into it. But I don't know if it's worth talking about for an hour. This movie? No, I, yeah. li- I like that it has a little decom connection. Like, we, oh, yeah. we'll have to do everything Eric Fontaine has been in. AKA I feel Quinn. like that will be easy. No shade. I think Go we ahead. have one more. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the original plan was to just watch Hallmark movies and do a Hallmark Christmas takeover. But Lori was so horny for this movie <laughs> that we had to no. kick everything else off the table. No. <laughs> when I... I was like... Oh, Christmas Every Day is that one of those Groundhog movies where it's the same movie over and over and over again? Yeah. I mean, the title's pretty blatant. It's not trying to not be what it is. It's true. We knew what we were getting into. (laughs) Well, I I did like it. It it has that old school feel that, like, that era has. Oh, yeah. Like a very specific feeling of a TV. It's nostalgic even if you have never seen this movie. When I was seeing the mom in this, like, I looked up. She's been in a few things, nothing super notable. But, like, I was convinced that she'd been in several things because she's such a 90s TV mom that, like, I just kept implanting her into other memories. They all kind of merged together. So tell us about this movie. I already read the thing. I know. How does it start out? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it starts out with, like, um, I've been watching Cheers recently, and the intro of this was a clear ripoff of that. I mean, other stuff has probably done it too, but it was like showing like painting zoomed in and like music playing. And he was making his way in the world today to his making my way downtown, walking fast faces. Oh fast, yeah, so he works at his dad's store, which is like the family store, family owned business, and it's Christmas Eve, and his dad is like, "Oh, did you finish that delivery? You finished sweeping? You finished doing that?" Well, here, here's another delivery. Go do this and go do that. What's his name? Billy? Billy. Billy which is a, such the annoying name. Can we call him William? Or is no. that bad? It's call him Make a Basket Billy. Okay. Make a Basket Billy. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fun to say. You know. I was on Billy's side. I'm like, whoa, dad. 
you're that's child labor like i think he's done enough for you it's christmas eve i don't know he had a little like shitty very like he had a bad attitude if i was that i'd be like just go make this fuck just get out of here go do something productive like you could tell you just kind of he was like the whole first day is obviously meant to show us how wrong he is and i don't think he's as wrong as it wanted us to believe but he was like a little bitch yeah he got some attitude and then he started doing some weird things that were like oh that's kind of not nice like what what would he do (laughs) um you know just you know like you know putting water into where all the snow is supposed to be at this (laughs) way wait did he put water in that or did it melt no it was water well, snow is basically water. It wasn't real snow, Brandon. See, okay, he goes oh. up. He's like, oh, <laughs> is this dude in charge of the play? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, okay. And he runs up a ladder and pours water into where the snow is going. And I was like, oh, cool. He's going to make real snow. And like, it's just going to like be like real watery <laughs> snow. <laughs> okay. Slush. So Brandon thought it was real snow being stored up there. And Josh thought that he was going to somehow Mr. Freeze it. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, right? Okay. But literally all he did was pour water in a in a bucket. Okay. A I just thought they were idiots. I was like, why would they put fresh snow in there? <laughs> and then I was like, well, there's no shit. It melted. <laughs> you dummies. But yeah. Yeah. His, like, There's this whole thing where his dad's like, yeah, someday you'll get to do all of this. And I thought it was going to be really heavy handed in the decom dad trope of them being like follow my dreams i'm not quitting my dream dad i'm quitting your dream and but he hates christmas but then he's also like i shouldn't have to work on christmas i'm like you can't have it both ways if you hate christmas just pretend it's not there make a basket billy he doesn't want to work and then he doesn't want to help out with the play so like what are you doing yeah tonight i get it you're a kid you don't want to have to work on christmas as an adult like suck it up you just do anymore and also like you don't you're too old to be part of that play anymore i get it yeah and they were making him be the narrator which is the most boring part of a play because you have to say so many words okay and also dad if it was so important to deliver this package to this old lady with no food why don't you tell him be like hey this is important this is her food for the night then he would have done it I did not know who he was delivering to. And then there was like a zoom up on the bag that he left there. Yeah. I was like, I wonder what that bag is. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a bigger deal than it was, but it was it, in a roundabout way it was. He kept on doing stuff he pretended to hate very adamantly. Like, I don't understand the whole basketball thing. At some point, there's a bunch of boys and this girl that he likes and they're all playing basketball and then he tries to jump in and he's just like really really bad at basketball like he's <laughs> never, it's never occurred to him up until this point that he should like practice and the other guys are just trying to play basketball yeah like leave these kids alone he comes in and he stinks the whole darn court up he's like oh, do me the ball this isn't fair and they throw him the darn ball and he tries to do a hoop and he doesn't even do it and then he's like you suck i hate all of you you look better in a yeah. dress. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. They make some weird sexist remarks on both ends. But then he like walks up to the girl and he's just like the typical nice guy the whole time. Like at this point, he's just like, I don't know why you're with those guys. They're jerks. They're not like me. I'm super nice. <laughs> oh. And then he like drops the delivery bag and just leaves. Yeah. Is a whole he's a whole handful. There's a lot going on with Billy here. 
He's in a yeah. grumpy mood. Mr. Grumpmas. He just seems Grinch. like the kind of guy who maybe his parents realized was becoming an entitled piece of shit. So they're like trying to fix it, but also they're in a really small town with limited resources. And yeah, they already realize that the sister's a better kid. So if they get like one out of two, that's not horrible. Yeah, I think it's this coming of age thing where he doesn't know what he he doesn't know who he is because he's not good at what he thought he was going to be good at. He's realizing he's going to have to join the workforce under his dad. If he doesn't make it as a basketball star, he's going to be delivering potatoes to Miss Hudgens. Well, but like he thought he was just going to be good at basketball. Yeah. He's like 15 or something. And he's just like, what? I can't do this thing I've never done before, but I'm very passionate about. Well, also, is that something he actually likes or does he only like that because the bully likes it and he got a girlfriend? Crush on the bully? No, I'm saying that that's the way he thinks he has to prove himself. So you're saying he's trying to date the bully. <laughs> My God. I'm saying he's trying to prove himself as superior to the bully so he can get the bully's girlfriend. Okay, um, the bully sucks, but also Billy's being a bitch to him. So he yeah. obviously shouldn't handle it with his puncheronies, but like, just leave him alone. I want to know a little more backstory. Like who stole whose tractor when they were eight? Because there's something going on there. I think you, you already said it, that Billy has a crush on him. No, the bully has a crush on Billy. <laughs> what? Oh, my. I'm so confused. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All that we know is that Billy really wants a girlfriend to prove that he is a real boy. So Christmas comes around. Christmas Eve's come around, and there's, like, a drunk man outside for some reason. Oh, there's my always God. a drunk man. Well, it was a very... They're like, oh, that's just the neighbor. He goes outside and pretends to be Santa. Oh, yeah. And then he's actually in a sleigh with actual horses going, I'm like, what is wrong with their neighbor? He needs help. Can you, I, I can't decide if that would be one of those things that would be charming. Like every December, old man McDonald just gets really drunk and does Santa cosplay in the front lawn. Or if it would be like, okay, get this fucker out of here. I cannot deal with this. I think I would enjoy it as long as it didn't last like more than an hour. Like an hour every night for the whole month of December or like just an hour? Just an hour because I love watching people make a spectacle of themselves. So you're there and if he does it, he like spreads out his hour over a couple of weeks. You're like, you got three minutes left, you fucker, before yeah, I call it's the like, cops. Yeah, hey, please get here. Two and a half minutes. Two this minutes. Dingling his b- bells. jingling his balls (laughs) jingle bells wow so brandon has a thing for mr claus (laughs) oh my god that came out wrong like twice he like makes his sister say i wish it were christmas every day no at this point she just like says it there's a part where he makes her cry but i don't think that's this one yeah She's like, she's like, I wish it were Christmas every day. And he's like, no, Christmas sucks. And she's like, I wish it were Christmas every day. And he's like, shut up. And she's like, if you say it, then I'll go to bed. So he get he, she gets him to say it. I wish it was Christmas every day. For Christmas, he gets a basketball. Well, his Ooh. sister has to wake him up. I was unfortunate where I was the youngest kid. So basically once my older siblings were done with Christmas, I was done with Christmas. And so I would always wake up super early and like, I'd be the only one that was really excited. And my sister slept until like freaking noon. Right. I always like still pretended like 
that I believed in Santa, which was the most awkward thing to do, but I still pretended to be really excited and like, oh, look, he ate some of the cookies just to like not ruin it for them. See, I be- I like jokingly believed that I believed in Santa Claus for too long. And then one time my dad told me that Santa wasn't real. <gasps> and I was like, yeah, I know. But it also like hurt a little. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know? We never had that talk, so I don't know. I know at some point my sister stopped believing, but we were all lying. So we just, like, kept doing it when we were all, like, still in high school because none of us would be like, oh, I don't believe anymore. So it went on for way too long until I moved out, basically, because, like, none of us – like, I didn't want – I knew they didn't believe, but I didn't know they didn't believe. So I didn't want to be like, oh, by the way. So Yeah, I think that's what happened with me. (laughs) (laughs) I I was the only kid, so I was just like – I don't know. I do think Billy's the age where I remember the first year where it happened where I got like CDs and clothes and stuff that wasn't really, you couldn't really play with it. And my sisters were still getting like dolls and stuff. And I remember like being excited because it was all the stuff I wanted. I didn't want dolls anymore. But there's that moment where you're like, oh, so I guess that's the childhood being done. Why did I want this? Like, I can't play with any of these things. What am I doing now? Well, at least you didn't get a dang basketball. Hey. It was a nice basketball. It was a nice basketball, and guess what came with it? A hoop! I would have been so jazzed about getting a hoop, though. Yeah. We got a hoop once. It happened just like this, where you <laughs> oh walk God. outside and there's a hoop on the garage, and you're like, I'm going to dunk. Did you dunk? <laughs> yeah. Really? N- yeah. Nice. I believe you. Wow. One time it was too snowy and icy, so my brother brought the hairdryer out and melted the driveway. That's so cute. God, your childhood was whimsical. (laughs) But anyway, we wanted it. Billy didn't because he missed the basket and he says, I'm never playing this stupid game again. Yeah, he like just gave up. So it was kind of like rubbing salt in the wound, you know? Instead of rubbing salt on the ice or it would have been helpful. That was so darn good. And then his poor father, he just puts his hoop up on the garage and then his asshole little brother comes peeling (laughs) into the driveway. Right? And, and run like, through Whoa. his frigging garage. I thought the basketball hoop was going to fall onto the car and it didn't. And there was like every time it happened, which spoiler, this happened a lot because repeating and it just kept not happening. And it was just the biggest tease. It's like, just fall on it. I would have cried because that dad worked his ass off for one nice thing. Can you imagine him there? Like, he, obviously, he had to put it up after the kids went to bed so they wouldn't get spoiled. So, like, at one in the morning, like, he went outside with that, like, massive basketball hoop and, like, put it up on the garage. Oh, Yeah. And I put a bow on it. It was super cute. How fun. And he wanted to, like, help his son. He wanted to teach him. He wasn't just like, oh, you should be good at it. He was really Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you wanted to have, like, a moment with your son? Nope, I don't think so, because Billy is a little bitch. And he's like, ugh, I don't want to play right now. I'm not good at it, so I'm over it, because basketball's stupid. It's not me that's stupid. It's basketball. And then they have, they proceed to have a beautiful, wonderful Christmas day filled with singing and dining and peas and chicken and mashed potatoes. At one point, the it was a super non-essential part, but the uncle tries to buy the mom's shitty painting for like $1,300 and she doesn't take it. And I'm like, it can't be that special though. Right? I would have yeah. taken it. Yeah, I would have I done it. In a, I would have done it at the first time. I wouldn't have waited for him to like go higher. I think it was the morale of it, which is you can't just buy me out, little brother. But it wasn't that good of a painting. 
It was the little girl's painting. It was the mom's. I think they said it was the daughter's. No, the mom was a painter. No. That's why they got her paint later. Because like um, she was like, oh, I haven't had time. Yeah, yeah, see now you don't think it's such a good painting that it's the adult that painted that. I literally thought it was the kids painting. That's how not great it was. Yeah. <laughs> the mom is like, oh, you know what it's like being a working mother. And then the uncle Drew or whatever his name was like, yeah, working out isn't working. And yeah, she's like, whoa. Yeah, their family's a little weird. There's, I think they're supposed to be like the East Coasters or West Coasters yeah, who are city. like big city people. Oh, I work out. I get my nails done. I eat sushi. I wear Calvin Klein. I have shoulder pads. Yeah, this is back when people got made fun of for like eating sushi. Like it was some fritzy foo-foo thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Some of the things that the their daughter does aren't that like bad she was also kind of a dick about it though i don't need anything with a smile and like nobody decided to tell the family about this on one of the big like meat holidays yeah yeah how did she not know it doesn't matter they suck and then she's like i'll take a bowl of fruits just no mango yeah she's like tell the cook and like they're not that rich right like, they're making a big deal about their car and like i know this is 1996 but that car is not that big of a it's deal not a very nice car and also, okay, they they go to the little city and they're like making fun of it, kind of. I swear rich people love that little city stuff, yeah. okay? They're oh, all yeah. about that. You know what would really add to your city? Um, A stop sign? A value mall! Oh, uh, get that garbage out of here. It's hot. I don't think this town was big enough for that be- to be like profitable. This town ain't big enough for the value mark. I could see like a Dollar General maybe, but a whole value mart, which I'm assuming was supposed to be like Walmart. I, like it wouldn't be that great of an idea, but they do, they have done that in like smaller cities in Nebraska. It's actually funny because this is exactly like my town. Like they refused anything like this. The only thing we had is a dollar store because all of the small town people had like this coalition where they wouldn't let anything move in. Fast yeah. food, um, anything branded, anything. But then you know what happens? 40 minutes away, uh, another town is like, sure, we'll take a Walmart. So then people just drive 40 minutes for Walmart. I think the issue, too, is like the dad's shop. Like, I don't know. The dad's shop here may be an actual exception. But a lot of the times they're like, oh, it's a mom and dad pop shop. And I'm like, yeah, but the people who own it are pieces of shit. So oh God, yeah, this guy was actually nice. So I could see like wanting to support him. And he made deliveries for all the cute old people in town. So it's early in the movie, but can we stand this? Daddy is like one of the best ones. He's a real uh, good yeah. daddy. He's a, him and the mom. Like they're both like firm yet soft. <laughs> <laughs> like pasta. If they had a baby, it should be a great baby. So that's the big kerfuffle of this movie is that the brother wants to bring the value mall to the little city. Yep. And that Big causes... store little town. Yeah. And if he does that, then it's most... Like, it's definitely not about actually making profit. It's definitely about, like, one-upping his big brother. Oh, yeah. he He's even like, you can quit your job and I'll make you the manager and... Not the manager, a manager. So it's not even uh... like he's going to be... Um, so they, like, fight a little bit. And then for some reason they're walking, they're walking everywhere and there's carolers. There's a lot of singing in this movie. Yeah. Just like randomly. It's not even at like an event. They're just standing there singing. Yeah. And he walks by like they're walking and there's a jelly bean counting thing for some reason, which is not seasonal in the slightest, but there's like a mom and a little kid. And she's like, I hope we win. We could really use the money. The 
Oh, like, but you know who wins? Feeling? You know who freaking wins? Just to top Billy's wonderful Christmas day off, the bully dude wins. And then bully his bully. girlfriend is like, oh my God, jelly beans. I don't know why it was jelly beans. I didn't think about that until this moment. Like what, what you guys you do that? A jar with? Did you never have a, the jelly, jelly bean filled bowl that you had to guess? Yeah, they did that, but it's like this whole movie's Christmas. So, like, why is it mostly Easter candy? Well, what would you put in there? Like, that's what I was just asking. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's it's a game. It's a new game called What Would You Put in That Jar? (laughs) My hand. (laughs) Especially if there are jelly beans in it. (laughs) (laughs) You imagine going into some like little nice candy shop and it's just like, how many of Josh's hands are in this bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Like two. Two. I think they used to do dumb dumb suckers too. Also Those not seasonal of... pass. Shitty what dumb. what do you want that seasonal? Cranberries. <laughs> it's just a sludge of cranberry gross grill glumps. Um, how about jingle bells? Yeah, there we go. Little like little bells. That's not edible, so it's not It doesn't as fun. need to be edible. They're not gonna eat the jelly beans after, are they? I'm... Oh. Popcorn. Ew, fuck that. It falls apart and then there's more than you knew. Oh my god. I know. Seasonally flavored jelly beans. Like red and green ones. Oh, oh there we go. Solved. Or red oh. and green M&M's. M&M's. Boom. I said it first. M&M's mixed with Skittles. What the fuck is wrong with you? Ew. And my grandpa did that to us. <laughs> really? But not as a joke. He just did it, right? No, he couldn't. I don't think he could tell the difference. So he like <laughs> kept doing it, and we picked him out, and then he did it again. Imagine, like in the dark, you're like, "Time for a tasty treat." <laughs> it was, and you're like, you'd think that you had picked them all out, but then there'd be that surprise <laughs> skittle. Holy shit! I can't imagine how bad that would taste. I like that you kept eating it, though. You didn't say, like, not worth the risk. You're like, definitely worth the risk. Let's do this. Well, yeah, you had to make it end somehow. <laughs> okay. So a whole bunch of crap happens. And then he hates, He has a really bad Christmas. And when he's going to bed that night, his sister comes into his room and is like, wasn't that great? I want to have Christmas every day. He's like, you better not say that. And then she says it and says it and says it. And then it happens. He um, says this whole, Santa's not real. Dolls are for babies. I was actually crying a little bit watching this. It was harsh. It was very harsh. harsh. Well, okay. To be fair, though, she she's coming into this being like, Christmas is fun. And he literally has a black eye from getting punched <laughs> by the bully for pouring water all over him at the play. Okay, which he deserved. That thing. He, yeah, it did. At the pageant, when he dumped the water on the uncle and the bully, how did he know where they were going to be standing? Because that was very, like, pinpointed water. And then second of all, how was the water all the way, like, in the audience? I don't don't understand how that's all working out, but it does somehow. Anyway. Movie magic. It's a Christmas miracle. Except, like, shitty. Except for the black eye. Okay, so now let's talk about the movie again. Because we ought to do it like six times. Um, Okay, there's always like a a way that this works out. It's like the first day they're like, they can't believe it. And they're freaked out. And then the second day they like test it out and then like do weird things. And then the third day they like try to fix it. And then the fourth day they like figure it out. And 
I feel like the thing is supposed to be that they learn some sort of like lesson, but I don't feel like in any of these movies it's more of like a, a little riddle, not actual morality. Yeah. Like it feels like a Zelda puzzle. Yeah, this one was tricky and bad. <laughs> it's not basically that the movie... like his solution was to not be a piece of shit. His bar was so low. Exactly. But also he tried so hard on one Christmas to be like the lifesaver of the town. We're going to get there because I have some things to say. Oh, yeah. Be- yeah. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> oh, God. It is. Okay. Well, okay. So what what happens on this Christmas? The the uncle runs into the garage again. He makes a comment about what am I on Candid Camera, America's Funniest Home Videos? Yeah, which was he, timely. He keeps saying like, "Oh, we've already done this. Why are you saying that again?" Okay, I get it. Like, yeah. Okay, what would you do if you woke up? And it was the same day. But, like, it wasn't Christmas. It was just, like, a Tuesday that you've already done. Oh, I oh, I mean, if it happens on Christmas, you know there's a reason. But if it happens on a Tuesday, you know that you're just going to relive Tuesday forever, probably. That's the worst, right? What if you're – the way in my head, it's just, like, you're on the bus and it's just, like, you never get to your, your stop. Like, somehow you're just, like, never there. Every time you look up, you're, like, at the same spot. What if – what if when you sleep, do you, like, stay – where you slept or do you just wake up in your bed every time do you think if you kill yourself you escape the curse or do you think like you just wake up and you're like fuck no because there's that movie called um it's the scary one it's oh happy death happy day. death day yeah oh. and she dies all the time yeah would you get like i get i get fancy with it but like that's a I bummer would- so <laughs> i wouldn't go to work that day i'd probably eat the but then like what if you you always risk that like you're gonna have solved the riddle accidentally and that's the last one. So like I would be so scared that I would I would just probably just watch TV and like call in sick and be really boring because like what if it's the one that sticks? That's what I would I would I would say I would email my manager right away and be like, hey, do I get paid still? <laughs> I've been doing Tuesday like over and over again. <laughs> I would freak out. Like I don't think he freaked out enough. I get he's a kid. And I get oh. that this is a movie and not real life, but I would like sh- 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 there be shit everywhere. He, f- I mean, the next Christmas Day, he does freak out a little bit more. Yeah, this one he mostly screams at everybody, and then at the end of the day, everything happens the same, except for at the end of the day, he's like, "And Jesus and Mary and Paul had a baby, and it doesn't matter because it's already happened before." Everyone yeah. was scared and confused. And I'm yeah, like, what? <laughs> How do you tell somebody that this is happening to you? Like, you don't. You you can't. You just sound crazy no matter what. Yeah. What if? What if I told you it was happening to me and that we've recorded this before? Would you I would believe, believe it. Yeah, okay. probably. But yeah, just because it. Yeah. But then I'd definitely ask for some proof. Like, okay, what hap- Is there any big news? <gasps> oh yeah, that's easy, huh? Yeah. What, what am, am I about, about to say? say? <gasps> that was it. Uh oh! <laughs> Time loop. Wait, what flavor of Lacroix am I drinking? Peach pear. Oh my god! Oh, you're stuck in the same day. Okay, wait. No, it would be really easy to prove though, because like later on, he predicts a basketball game. Like you would just yeah. But then you'd have to do it every day, so it'd be kind of pointless. 
yeah. So he he goes through that day and he freaks out, and then the next day he like freaks out even more, and he yells and he like goes into the fetal position. And he's like Billy, 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 um, and then his parents are like, "No X Files or Goosebumps for you." Um, there's the basketball game on, and he predicts like one billion percent what happens, and then his uncle is kind of he's get me in on that. Um, and then things go a little off the rails here. He goes to the basketball court. Oh gosh. And he sees the bully and he's like, hey, I don't care about you, and like pushes him. And then he's like, Yeah, see, and I, I can do anything I want because this day is just gonna keep going and going. And then he goes over and he's kisses this dude's girlfriend, and he's like, Yeah, I can even do that. When Josh explained this to me earlier, he watched it before me, I thought it was going to be really creepy. Instead, I thought the bully was actually more creepy in this scene because the bully's like, that's my woman. That's mine. You can't have mine. Like, they're he's both very possessive. Wrong. Yeah. You can't walk over. Just because your days on repeat doesn't mean you get to, like, sexually harass people. I'm sorry. Or am I wrong? No, you're completely <laughs> right. right. But... It wasn't as creepy as it could have been. Like, he kissed yeah. her, and then she, like, smacked him and was like, yeah, uh, fuck did. no. And it seemed very stupid high school He seemed, and it was, again, like, he thought he was the hero, when really he's just, like, the nice guy, the piece of yeah. shit who thinks he's entitled to her. So he has a bad day. Another one. Bit. And guess what? Wait. It's all gonna happen again tomorrow. <laughs> this is, so, now he's, like, all all fired up after that beating from the bully. This one had me really confused because he wakes up and all of a sudden he's like, he's like getting these lessons from ninja movies and from Westerns. It kind of had this Home Alone vibe where he's like, hey, butter, you want to fight me, butter? Yeah, fight yeah. You, buddy. It was his best acting. I'll give him that. It was pretty good. Yeah, he's his plan is to be a, like all badass and like fight and stuff. Okay. That was not very clear at first. No, no, no. It wasn't clear at all. Like, he was also doing that, but he was also kind of, like, being more excited about Christmas, but not. Oh, and then he gets everyone in town to sign this petition against Value Mart. He, like, he's, so he's being more active, but, like, aggressively so. I don't even think he, he's just trying to, like, unlock the, the riddle. He's trying to, like... It's not him saying, like, I'm going to be a better person. It's just like, I figured it out. Um, so he calls out the uncle. He's like, yo, you're trying to put a value mark here. My dad's going to say no. Here's a petition. He, like, fixes the pies from burning. He, like, fixes a ton of other things. When they get to the pageant <laughs> at this point, instead of putting water in it, which, like, he should have learned that that's not the way that's just him being a bully, he puts chocolate milk or something in it. And while I was watching it, I was like, oh, is this a throwback to Brink? But it's not. It came before Brink. So I think... My theory is Eric Von Dutton puts it in his contract that milkshakes must be thrown. I like that. What would you put in a bucket? Blood. Next. Okay, so is this the Christmas where... Oh my god. There's another Christmas? Okay, is this the Christmas where the the dad and the brother get in like a big argument? Um. Yeah, like for some reason, I don't really understand. Everybody's like extra, extra pissed this time yeah. after that. And oh, this is when he shows the petition. He's like, everybody in the sound signed it. And the aunt is somehow really upset at this and she leaves him. The brother is really upset. He's like, this is now a personal attack on me. Like you had the forethought to like do all this before I even came here. Is like, is this the only reason 
you invited me here. We could have gone up to Hawaii. All that we know is that Billy made this day even worse. But like, I think it's, well, and then at this point, they're covered in like chocolate, chocolate milk mud. Which once again, only manages to fall on the bully and on. Somehow. Like, how do you know they're going to sit in those exact spots? And the bully wasn't even like, the little kid had to not be able to pull it down because then the bully's like, let me do this. So he's pulling the rope. How is it right above him? I don't know. It doesn't check out. But at this point, he's really pissed off at Billy because, duh, that's a lot of wasted chocolate milk and that's a crime. And so then Billy starts doing his weird, like, it reminded me of this episode of Hey Arnold where Arnold's like, I'm too crazy to fight. So he keeps doing this, like, kung fu stuff, but he's not actually a kung fu karate man. So he just gets the shit kicked out of him again. Yep. He gets two black eyes this time. Don't don't speak your your truth with your fists, but also he kind of earned them. Yeah, unless someone dumps chocolate milk on your head. That's so much chocolate. How did Billy get all that money? Well, it doesn't matter because he doesn't have to pay it. Okay, guess <laughs> what, you guys? Tell it's me. Another day of no. Christmas up in here. Gosh, we just can't get enough. We basically had like seven Christmas movies. Do you feel like you're locked in a prison yet? Do you feel like you're actually going crazy? I thought it's going better than I thought it would. What, the movie or the podcast? The podcast. I was oh, concerned because yeah. I'm like, we just have to keep talking about it. But I know. I was really worried. Over and over and over. And guess what today? He's like, I'm going to be my best self. I'm going to be hardcore hustling, mojo, karate doing kid. He makes some phone call and he actually, okay, he like practices his jump shot and later he actually like makes it because he practiced like with his dad, his dad got his like sweet moment. And when he makes the basket, there's like really nice music going in slow motion. And I'm like, does nothing else matter? And this is the, the, the riddle solver. Like he just needed to make a fucking basket. Yeah. He could have just practiced been good. I think it was that he was trying. Fair. <laughs> I don't but know. the music did only play when the basketball was going in the hoop. It was always really unclear what it was going to be that was going to trigger the off switch for this repeat of Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And it very well could have been, oh, he just had to make the hoop, Billy. You just wanted to say that again. Make a basket, Billy. Make a basket, Billy. See, I thought it was going to be deliver the bag, Billy. Oh. It wasn't that either, though. Nothing really mattered all that much in this movie. No. There Except was no the clear big thing. He does a few other things, though. Like, he gets a dog for the lonely, grumpy neighbor. That's a lot to put on an old man. It is, but I... Yeah. It is. It was a puppy, also. Maybe it's just a rental service. (laughs) Okay, Um, we're taking that back now, sir. He only has him for a day, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He opens the garage door so the uncle doesn't crash the car into it again, which the uncle just ends up driving straight into the garage. I think he wanted to kill him. I think you're right, because they don't even get, take them out of the car once they crash before they tow the car away. They're just sitting there, like, laying on the airbags. Yeah. And he's like, you guys can straighten them out and bring them back for dinner. And then he's like, happy Christmas, Dad. Don't worry, though. Don't be back. And me, too. Except he did a much better Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Brandon, have at it. I'll be back. Thank you. Um, he buys some Western movies and he's like, yeah, I'm cool. And then he's like, oh, I know exactly what to do. I'm going to steal my uncle's car, pick up this other dude's girlfriend, and we're going to go get the number of jelly beans correct and have a good time. 
And so he wins the jelly beans this time. This day is totally self-fulfilling. So that's basically the umbrella of this day is he does everything for himself, basically. Ooh. Which, fine, I get it. If you have this happening to you, I might do the same. So he picks up, he wins the jelly beans. He's like, my day is on fire. It's lit. He has this girl and he's like, given all these moves, he's like, yo, your eyes used to be green, but then he got contacts. Now they're blue. You lost a bracelet. I found this bracelet for you. Look at this. It has your name on it. Do you know what is a really, really good seduction tip that everybody can learn from Billy just here? What's that? Um, watching somebody from the time they're in kindergarten until they're like probably 10th grade oh, and memorizing shit. every single fact about them. Really sexy. And her not knowing. He yeah. literally said, I know everything about you. Yeah. Creepy. I'm like, Creepy, Billy. Billy, 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 Billy. Um, then things go down. His, her, the girl's his boyfriend. Because he likes him. He wants him to be his boyfriend. Yeah. The girl's boyfriend is standing right behind them at this diner in a small town. And he's like, whoa, what are you doing? Why are you giving her a gift? Why are you hanging out? Why did you just kiss her? And not me. He didn't even seem upset about the kiss. It seemed like he was upset. Like, nobody gives my item an item. Yeah. It was a little weird. She belongs to me. Her mouth is mine. But you guys, we get a classic Brink moment. He pours a shake all over the bully's head. Mm-hmm. And I was oh, like, yeah, he does that twice. That's a little extra. And then he tries to do Kung Fu, and I think he actually wins. Yeah, but he wins too much. And so he ended up looking like a bully. Yeah, she says, you seem like a nice guy, but you're really like just a jerk like the rest of them, which is the true nice guy. That was great. She says, like him, her current boyfriend. I'm like, so wait, he, your current boyfriend's a jerk? And you, you recognize it, and Billy is a jerk? Like, why are you... What is she it's doing? Because she is scared of being alone. And so she needs to wait until she finds like a trade up. Go to a different town, girl. And then his dad and his uncle catch wind that he's kind of an asshole in the bar, in this little shop. And then the uncle's like, well, if you made really real money, you could send him to private school. And the dad doesn't think that's a good thing to say. Okay. So all this happens. And Brandon, like you said, this was like self-fulfilling day where he did everything for him. So he goes complete opposite and has a day where he's like, I'm going to do stuff for everyone else. I would like to nominate really quickly the dad, the little talk he gives to him. Like they're really, 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 really upset with him because he stole a car and stuff. And and, like, he obviously wants to deal with it and like punish him. But he says, son, the point of life is like learning from your mistakes and not making the same ones. You need to like look at why you messed up and not do that again. And that was like a really probably one of the top daddy moments in any movie we've watched. It was. Yeah. Yeah. That is a really good one. Darn. Billy was definitely like getting in real trouble at this point. Yeah. If this was the day that stuck, he would be pretty like SOL. Yeah. It wasn't. Instead, he like gets, he does a ton of other stuff. He saves Girl Scouts. Was this real? This is the one that really triggers me because he say, what does he do? He saves a bunch of Girl Scouts from a, I don't know, from what? The like woods? they're lost, I think. It was a fire. Yeah, they were lost in the woods, freezing cold. And then there was a house on fire. And then there were just like, he, he like stops a car. I don't know. He like saves a bunch of people from dying. And then like the next day, it like, it doesn't work. 
And so the next day he just doesn't do it. So like all these people just die. Right. Help. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I thought it was a dream sequence at first, but it wasn't. So it I don't, was heavy. it was really confusing and yeah. sad. You know, sometimes it's not like fixing everything wrong with the world. It's just, yeah. Being the best person that you can be. If he knew that all these bad things were happening, that means he like heard them all. And he's like, yeah, but I really want to get with that girl. So right. Yeah. This one bothered me. I wish this would not have been there. Do you know what's coming? No, I don't. What's Another happening? Another day of Christmas. Oh, gosh. No, I need to take a breath. Okay, I don't remember the end of this movie. <laughs> what if it never ended and we're all still watching it? That's kind of what it feels like, huh? I'll take it, since you seem to be struggling. Well, let uh, me just, let me push you into it. This is the day where he decides to be just balls to the wall, holly jolly. Ooh, I don't want to be at your house on Christmas. <laughs> so many balls. <laughs> uh... He like he's just the thing. His sister's old enough that she can tell when adults are being condescending, and he's not quite an adult, but he has the voice where he's like, "Oh, what'd you get for Christmas, little sister? I didn't know you still like dolls, but don't grow up too fast, little sister." And he's very like gross. I hated it. That wasn't being good. Is any of this genuine? No. This isn't really him because he had to do it eight times to figure it out or more and it was like just don't be a dick it wasn't like he had to do anything magical yeah but so he's trying to be the best version of himself you know and he like does something nice for his mom he cleans the garage and puts all these paints in there um he practices basketball for real old man tells me the bros used to work together until their dad died yeah, like, um, he goes over to, like, talk to old man curmudgeon next door who's been really grumpy and lonely and, like, invites him over to Thanksgiving. And he's chatting and the old man says something like, oh, your father and uncle used to be so close and they used to work together until their dad died. And he acted surprised that they had worked together, but I think it, like, we, it was assumed because the dad owned a shop. Yeah. He, so, so he basically just starts learning more about his family's past. But, like, really basic shit that he should have known already. Yeah, yeah. It kind of starts to become clear to him that his father took over the store and the little brother didn't have that opportunity from his father. And so his his uncle was trying to make his father proud. He goes on to, like, fix a few other things. He puts salt down on the road to stop the car from wrecking. He's, like, says all these nice things, like, oh, my mom's a great cook. He has, like, um a moment with the ants they're like painting each other's nails and it's precious yeah and he's like well why what do you want to do and she's like oh i i really liked working i feel more fulfilled he's like you should try to do that more <laughs> and she's like oh but he would never let me and then they don't talk about it again oh God, right <laughs> like not great he teaches his cousin how to ride a bike he's like hey i know that you're not you know you your parents don't have a ton of time with you is there you want to ride a bike and she's like oh actually i can't so he helps her oh he gets the bracelet to give to the girl that he gave her the previous day, but this time he admits that he literally just went to the lost and found. And it's funny because it's implied that she lost it a very long time ago and it was in like the first place you look, so she must right. not have carried that much. It was like yesterday. Um, he finally makes that basketball shot. Make a basket, Billy. After practicing for like maybe 45 minutes. 
Yeah, you can't get that much better in one day. You can because he was literally just trying to make like a basic shot. Well, that's true. Um, he goes and be- earlier um, we find out that the package that his dad needed delivered was like what Billy thought was that it was cat food. But the dad was like, no, she'll buy she'll take food for her cats, but not for herself. So I switched the label. So she just eats tuna. And so he's gone over there and he knows she's too proud to just like take it. So he's like, you've won our Christmas contest and then invites them to join her for Christmas or join them for Christmas. And his aunt gives her a makeover. He tries to, he like has this ulterior motive where he's like, oh, um, weird cat lady, you should come to our dinner. And he kind of sets her up with the grumpy old lonely neighbor. It's not a big town. They've chosen not to be together. Yeah. like they've chosen not to be together for 70 something years that's a very good point he's like fuck why is she here i hate her (laughs) he had set up the art studio an art studio for his mom in the garage which is nice and she's very happy and she's like you're the best son anybody could ask for but like he's been a little piece of shit his entire life it seems like so i feel like he's just putting the blinders on her here it has to be kind of jarring to her for this one specific day that he's just this really good kid. Yeah. yeah. She's like, what the fuck happened? It's like, Where'd oh, you wow. get empathy? Okay. Then they all just hang out at, at their house and the dad and uncle have like some bonding time. They're like, hey, remember the chickmobile? Hey, remember making deliveries? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're trying to meet dad's expectations, but you don't have to anymore. And then the little that was enough for the little brother to be like, you know what? I'm quitting everything and coming back. Yeah, fuck that. I think, I mean, like, I don't know anything, but I have seen them live a Christmas day hundreds of times. They don't seem to actually get along together that well. Like, I would be worried. Yeah, it's not going to last. Like, especially the aunt and the the daughter are not going to be okay with this. It was too easy of a solution. Yeah. The the pageant. The pageant goes perfectly. Everything goes smoothly this time. Okay, I'll say that. His sister's really scared, like, this whole time. She just keeps trying to sleep at the foot of his bed. I think she's just lonely or something, but because she, I don't know, she thinks there's a monster under her bed, so he builds, like, a cute little village to put under her bed so she knows monsters aren't under there. And in my head, I'm like, it'd be really funny to, like, slowly mess it up and ruin it a little bit. And then I also thought about hereditary. Make it a little scary. Yeah, where, like, if I did that, I'd like, Brandon, look, I got this cute little thing to put under your bed, but then I'd slowly just, like, paint the walls red just one day. No, that's so mean. This is a nice movie. Why are this you guys- is. This is cute. The little sister, imagine how cool that would be if you're like, I think there's a monster under there, but now it's just a cute snowy village. I'd like, that's like, not hey, scary. It's summer now. Decorate it seasonally, bitch. Yeah, I <laughs> thought she was, I thought she was like, okay, I'll sleep in here now. I thought she was going to get out all her fancy dolls that she got for Christmas and was going to play in the village thing. But no, she just fell right asleep. I would fall asleep under the bed. I think it would be funny if he was like, now it's summer. Remember what was under your bed in winter? How nice it was? She's like, yeah, now look. And it's a fucking monster, like oh, a God. real one. <laughs> nice. He wakes up. And he hears his sister being like, Santa's here. And he's like, oh, fuck this. And then he runs downstairs and his family's all awake very early watching home videos from the day before. And they're like, it was the perfect Christmas. Don't you wish it could be Christmas every day? And he screams. And I thought that was so funny. Yeah, it was a good ending. I can see them turning around saying like, why are you screaming? Yeah, you're like, you did everything really nice yesterday. And now you're screaming? 
What? That was a movie. It was emotionally exhausting movie. Having to rewatch this movie seven times and then talk about it seven times. <laughs> it feels like a fever dream. Are it, you it does start to looking feel forward to Christmas more or less than before we started this? So much less. Cool. cool I'm looking cool. forward to get it over with. You no, know, I'm looking forward enough to it. I just started a postal worker job, so I am very not excited about Christmas oh, this year. Wow. I I like to imagine now that like Brandon is going to be just like practicing his free throw jump shot, whatever. And like just over and over again. And James is like, what are you doing, Brandon? And you're just like, I don't want to get trapped. in <laughs> The key, I swear to God, the key was the basket. The key <laughs> was the basket. Did you have a fun game for us? I forgot the notes in the other room. I'm going to try to think about it. So I want to do a thing that I meant to do in the middle of the podcast in which I give you two truths and a lie about this movie. I don't like lies. Yeah, that's a bad thing. You're going to get trapped in Christmas world. I know how to shoot a basket. So can we call it two truths and a fib? Oh, or a joke. A goof. Two, two truths How about and a goof? the rumor? Oh, two truths and a goof. It sounds like a Disney thing. Two troops oh. and a goops. Yeah. First of all, the aunt and the uncle live in Washington, D.C. The second fact is that this was based on a story about a girl that was written in 1892. Oh, what? Or three, this movie was renamed or redone in 2006 and called The Christmas Do Over. Ooh, those are all very fascinating. Thank wait, you for all of those wait, facts. No, I actually said three truths. <laughs> oh, shit. What? For real? <laughs> oh, my. That's I was like, they did wild. live in Washington. This could be based off of a, a, a short story. And what was the last one? They remade it in 2006. That is factual. Nice. Oh, my well, God. That was I a just... segment. That's for sure. Nice try. You didn't even let us try to guess. Because I was like, ooh, I wonder which one they're going to guess. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) They're all right. Okay. Well, we learned some things in a game format that wasn't a game. What if I read a Yahoo Answers question based on? (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't think we're legally allowed to do that. They don't own Yahoo. Give me that sweet Yahoo. Okay. Somebody said, why can't it be Christmas every day? But they put it in quotations. And that was from user... Oh, they really don't put names on here. That's his name. Um, From user. (laughs) The best answer was, because then we wouldn't appreciate it and we'd all go broke buying each other presents constantly. Somebody else said, for me, it's Christmas every day. I want it to be Christmas every five years. I don't know where the end point on this segment is. So that's it. Jesus. Wow. That was rough. We need to we need to workshop that. <laughs> I like it though. Did Nailed you guys it. learn anything? I learned. I... <laughs> no, shut up. Let me do it first, so <laughs> you don't take it. Put your best self forward every day because you don't always get eight chances. That's the the thing that you're supposed to get from this movie, you know? Like, do your be your best version of you because you don't get to relive it every day. That's why I said it, but. <laughs> I don't know it's if they like, fully got that through for me. I think they put so much responsibility on Billy to like figure everyone else's out, else's problems out. And it's like he can't control the way 
other people react to these things. Like it's not on him for to figure out his uncle's weird daddy issues. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good point. I don't so I don't believe that he fully changed and I don't and like all of the intentions were kind of weird and muddled. So it felt like there was not a clear outcome from this. I agree. So the lessons learned are more like lessons we skimmed off the surface. Exactly. Um, yeah, let's rate it. I'm going to give it a... I don't know. Oh. Um, I'm going to just do a five. I, I didn't hate it. Um, it did feel like a fever dream. But it's just right in the middle of the road. Five. It's fine. I think if we're sticking to this like decom universe, I'll give it a six. I also didn't hate it, but it did feel a little repetitive and my brain hurt and it wasn't super clear, but it gave me much nostalgia for these times. Oh yeah. I am going to give it a six, which is one point for every Christmas we endured. I think it was fine. I also, since I feel like this is one of my only true experiences with what you guys must feel having watched all the DCOMs before, by you guys, I mostly mean Josh and Sammy with like Brink and stuff, because I remember watching this movie a ton and being excited about watching it and stuff. And I haven't watched it since I was a kid. So it was weird. Like I was unable to fully take off my nostalgia blinders because it still gave me like the feeling of like childhood Christmas because I associate it so much with like the 25 days of Christmas. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. I can see that. I can see why you would really like this as a kid. There's some goofy stuff like the day where it's all for himself. It's just goofy and kind of fun to watch. Yeah. 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 And you're like, Oh yeah. I'd love to steal a car and like do something crazy or yeah. And like jump on a table and fight like a ninja and dump a milkshake on someone's head. It's funny. It's, you know, as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now what, what's our sign off? Oh yeah. We've been trying to think of a sign off, Brandon. Like, like later goobers. We just need to be like, bye. You've watched the Disney channel podcast. Thanks for podding this together with us. Thanks for podding together. And remember, guys, we'll pod you later. Ooh, that's real good. Pod you later. Pod you later. That sounded sexual. It sounded like one word. You need more enunciation. (laughs) Pod you later. All right. We'll pod you. And we'll pod you later. Make a basket, Billy. No, that sucks.